It's time now for 10 Minutes with Tom. Tom Austin, Austin Tax and Financial. He's the guy for tax preparation, retirement strategies, planning, and a whole lot more. Tom, how are you this morning? I'm doing good, Johnny. How are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. Uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about this morning. We know uh, over there at Austin Tax and Financial, you guys deal with taxes and financial matters. And obviously, uh, I'm sure you're always keeping your eye open uh, to what's going on in our economy. Uh, with recent failures of the SVB Bank uh, over in California, a lot of people, uh, there's a lot of concerns that have risen about the safety of our money in banks. So, Tom, what are your thoughts on why this bank... Mm -hmm collapsed and is our money at risk in uh what has always been considered to be a safe place which is u.s banks well i don't know that i have the complete answer to that but um it, it's why this bank collapsed i think it's fairly simple but yet complex okay if that makes sense but i i really think it all started back in 2008 after the last financial collapse, when the Federal Reserve cut its benchmark lending rate to nearly zero for the first time in history, mm -hmm. um, and then and then kept interest rates, you know, they, they've basically been artificially low for nearly 14 years. Typically, when you have a downturn in the economy, uh, the Fed will lower rates for a short term, yeah. you know, to get the economy back on track. But they've been artificially low for a very long time. Mm. Now, this <clears throat> this has created incentives, I think, for the banks to invest billions of dollars in, in, in treasury bills, treasury bonds, whose value depends on low interest rates. Well, the second thing that happened then is the economy got shut down due to COVID. Right. You know, so many businesses went, went under, people were put out of work, and our government come, pumped $5 trillion, you know, into the economy. Mm -hmm. So people were getting free money and nowhere to spend it. So personal savings rates, we've talked about this a little bit on the show, that personal savings soared to its highest level ever recorded of $2.7 in excess savings. Well, what happened? Well, then the economy reopened. Consumer spending just skyrocketed. So supply now can't keep up with demand, you know, producing the worst inflation we've had in over 40 years. So with the economy overheating now, the Fed slams on the brakes mm -hmm. and starts raising interest rates which is typically what you do. We have a 9% inflation rate, the highest in 40 years. We were at under 2%, need to get it back down. So interest rates go up and they're continuing to go up. So when interest rates go up, there's an inverse effect that has on, on bonds and treasuries where the values of those go down. Right. But consequently, the Silicon Valley Bank and other banks have invested tens of billions of dollars you know, of investors' money in, in treasury bills. So this left the bank with billions of, of dollars in unrealized losses. And I think, you know, the word on the street was that the word kind of got out a little bit. This led to a run on the banks. They had to liquidate the bonds. And ironically, um, the, this bank then ended up collapsing and going under FDIC protection. I mean, ironically, one of the biggest accounting firms, this is what I had read, uh, two weeks before its collapse, actually gave them a clean bill of health. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, but right. it's just a clear indication that this bank was very poorly managed. So typically, <clears throat> excuse me, when you talk about the safety of banks, I mean, typically in an average bank, the $250,000 
that the FDIC protects people's money. Sure. 75 to 80% of depositors fall underneath of that category. So you're always going to have, you know, that 20, 25% of people right. in a bank that may be above that 250,000. So that's one thing. In this, in this bank, you had the inverse situation. You had over 90% of the investors in that bank uh, were over the 250,000. Most of these people were from hedge funds, venture mm-hmm. capitalists, and Silicon Valley uh, tech startups. So this was not your normal bank. Right. And so we see that um, this situation is, uh, is not gonna be the typical situation in our banking system. And a lot of normal banks are making their money through, you know, fees, fees and spreads mm-hmm. on loans. Um, and the concern I think we have here is that the FDIC is now saying that they're going to protect all of these deposits. And so I think that's a, a dangerous road to go down Sure. as we look at uh, where this takes us in the future. Uh, didn't Ronald Reagan say one time, uh, you know, I'm here from the government and I'm here to help. And if, if you hear that, um, it, you could be looking for trouble. <laughs> so I, I think there's real concern on how this all plays out. And uh, I think some of these, these tech investors kind of got caught with their pants down mm-hmm. with uh, the way that they had that money in there. They knew the rules, but yet if we allow this to do this kind of of activity to go on and they sure. just bail them out every time, then bad behavior is going to continue to occur and it's going to create more problems, I believe, down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's but, interesting. But, but overall, Johnny, overall, Johnny, I think that the average person doesn't, you know, because I've had some phone calls on this and, and the thing is, is we, we, we have to have some faith in our, our banking system and the U.S. dollar, even mm-hmm. though there's a lot of concerns about what's going on. Right. Um, you know, short of putting our money under the under our mattress, uh, which normally isn't the, the best idea, I think that this this was an isolated situation to some degree, and that the average uh, banks that uh, we see in the protection of the two hundred fifty thousand, most people are under that amount, and and I do believe that it, that this is a totally different situation than just a guy that's got a, you know, a few bucks in, the, in his local bank. Right. Yeah. I think uh, putting your money under your mattress, not a good idea. Burying in your backyard, maybe a better idea, but still putting yeah. it in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure somebody knows where it's at, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to put, you got to remember for sure. Uh, but quickly switching gears here, Tom, uh, we know you're in the, the midst of a very busy tax season. How's that been going? And do you still have availability for new clients to come in and, and get their taxes done with you guys? Yeah, we're uh, in the thralls of it right now. We've got uh, four weeks left in the tax season. Tax season ends on April 18th this year. Um, a lot of new people coming in. We've got great staff. We got uh, we got five uh, tax preparers that we we have working on taxes every day, and and sometimes in the nighttime, you know, weekends. But we do have room for for new folks if they want to get in. I would certainly uh, get a hold of us as soon as possible and and get us your your information so that we can uh, you know get you in the uh, in the queue. And I mean, right now we're probably a week to ten days off if you were to drop your returns off today. But as we get closer to the end of the the tax deadline. You know, we, we ramp it up as well as far sure. as how much time we're working to make sure we get everything done. We we don't like to turn anybody away. We haven't had to at this point. 
Um, but uh, I certainly would encourage people if they want us to do their taxes or if they have any questions about, you know, we get a lot of emails and, and calls about questions, especially people that have never used us before. Mm-hmm. And, and we try to be uh, attentive to answering all of those questions and making feel, people feel comfortable that uh, we're going to do a good job for them. Absolutely. And if people want to talk to you about whether it be taxes or any of this other kind of stuff, you know, like financial planning and, and retirement strategies and stuff like that, how do they uh, get that process started, Tom? Well, you can call me at uh, 269-429-1585. We're located at 715 Columbia Avenue uh, in St. Joseph. Uh, we're right behind the Honor Credit Union on Niles Avenue. You can also visit us on the web at austinfinancial.us. And Tom Austin is an investment advisor representative with Capital Asset Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of Capital Asset Advisory Services. Topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Listeners always encouraged to discuss their specific needs with the appropriate professional. And we certainly hope that that professional is Tom Austin. Thanks, Tom Austin. Thanks, Johnny. Have a great day.